From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, and a happy Monday to everybody. Uh, starting on a brand new week of adventures in podcasting, and looking forward to being, uh, well actually, I'm happy to be back, unfortunately, uh, last Friday, as I told, as I tried to let folks know, I was away, so there was no official WTF Friday episode, but there was WTF Friday on Thursday, and believe me, folks, uh, <laughs> there's no lack of news these days, and that is for certain, but I am happy to be back. I just had a slight medical procedure done on my back. I uh, just needed to have like a day or so of rest, but I am back raring to go, folks. And before we start today's adventure uh, in podcasting, you can always get a hold of us. Email us at inblackandright at gmail.com or just go to our website, inblackandright.net. Well, I was, I had a little bit of an interesting dilemma this morning as I'm going through show prep, and I thought, okay, you know, what should I start out with, you know, because there was a lot of interesting news, but I figured let's start from currently and work back a little from over the weekend. Now, this today, uh, big headline, uh, let's see, yeah, now, in Tallahassee just this morning, uh, Governor DeSantis officially signed a bill that ended uh, Disney's special self-governing status there in Central Florida, uh, the Reedy Creek Industrial District. And this same law that was passed by the legislature and just signed this morning by the governor, it also ends Disney's exemption from state regulatory reviews, codes, and of various laws. So yes, Disney is now just a normal company that has to play by the same rules that everybody else does. Now, I'm sure many of you are familiar with the saying, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Well, this is Disney's stupid prize that they've won. The ire and the anger of America's most popular and probably most powerful governor in the country. Because, of course, for people who are familiar with this, last year, Governor DeSantis signed a bill that was called the Parental Rights in Education Bill. Now, of course, the mainstream media and all the other goof-lying goofballs of the LGBT groomer class called it the Don't Say Gay Bill, which was stupid, it was wrong, and it just wasn't wrong, it was a full-blown lie. But still, uh, the bill was signed, and yes, there are parental rights in education here in the state of Florida, and a lot of that has spread out into the upending of certain school districts, going from uh, pretty much a bunch of leftists who think they know it all, 
to pro-parent, pro-child, pro-parental rights uh, majorities. And a lot of that happened over the summer last year when several school districts in the state of Florida flipped in favor of parents. And believe you me, the groomers and all the other more left out, well, not left out, way out in left field school districts aren't happy about that. And they're still not happy. And they're still trying to sneak in stuff under the radar, which is not exactly the smartest idea. Okay. <laughs> it's just not the smartest idea. <clears throat> Excuse me. But yes, the bill is signed. Uh, the state of Florida now pretty much runs Disney there in Orange County and Osceola County, which is the Orlando area. So yes, that's gonna that's kind of fun. <coughs> uh, also, broke breaking news this morning from Steve Bannon's War Room, direct from Matt Schlapp, because this week is CPAC week in DC. Now, unfortunately, this year in black and white will not be in attendance, but somehow, some way, uh, we're going to try to keep our eyes out and see what's going on. But as of to as of this morning, Matt Schlapp, the president of CPAC, announced that James O'Keefe, Mr. Project Veritas himself, who got the boot by his messed up woke board of directors is going to be appearing at CPAC. Now, yeah, I'm a little bummed, you know, that I won't be there to see him live, but that is huge news. Huge news. Uh, that's for sure. So, yeah, so James O'Keefe will be appearing at CPAC uh, in D.C. this year. So, yay happy for that. I'm glad because... So many people were so upset over the whole thing with him and CPAC. Ugh, it, it was just disgusting. Uh, and now there's going to be an even better chance for James O'Keefe to explain uh, more of his story and probably let folks in on maybe what he's going to be up to next. Now, there are related stories. Uh, that came over the weekend uh, from, uh, let's see, oh no, not that. Uh, there was definitely a story over the weekend in the Epic Times that there are, um, oh my gosh, there are just all kinds of staffers. Uh, let's see, I, I'm just kind of... Looking for this story. Ah, there we go. Now, this is from over the weekend. Uh, and the headline reads, In the Epic Times, Project Veritas staffers release a new statement as whistleblowers say they stand with James O'Keefe. So now this is interesting. I mean, apparently the Project Veritas saga isn't over. And... The board apparently doesn't seem to get the idea that James O'Keefe, and I've said it before myself, James O'Keefe is Project Veritas. Absolutely he is Project Veritas. And apparently whatever messed up ideas that their board of directors had, 
Uh, I mean, it would be kind of a waste for James O'Keefe to not fight for his position back as CEO and the board just pretty much goes the way of the dinosaur. Go bye-bye. But who knows what he's going to be up to, but this saga is nowhere near over. Nowhere near over. So um, it's going to be interesting to see what he has, uh, what James O'Keefe has to say during CPAC this week. So it's going to be a whole lot of fun uh, to see what happens there. So now, but over the weekend, <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> now, normally, I wouldn't even uh, talk about Saturday Night Live. Now, I was a big fan of Saturday Night Live in its early years. In the 70s and the 80s, it was a lot more fun, a lot more high-quality talent, but for quite a few years, I'm just like, ugh, no, thank you, and besides, I'm not usually up that late on Saturday night anyway. But apparently, Woody Harrelson, I mean, he's a pretty talented actor in many respects, but boy... Did he mess up a whole lot of people and made a whole lot of the woke mad? Uh, just the news headline uh, from Saturday, I believe. Or was it... Uh, oh, sorry. It was Sunday. Just yesterday. Woody Harrelson takes jab at COVID vaccine and lockdowns in controversial SNL monologue. Now, the sub-headline on this... Harrelson said he read a movie script that involves drug cartels forcing people to stay inside unless they continue taking the cartel's drugs forever. And I'm like, oh man. And, list, and, and seeing some of the footage from the show, I'm like, oh mercy. <laughs> Did he really, he described the whole COVID mess perfectly I mean seriously I mean even Elon Musk uh, said that it was nice work and <laughs> and he loved it Elon Musk loved it and man did it really mess up a whole lot of people because a whole lot of big pharma and their media allies or more like lap dogs I mean by Sunday by lunchtime yesterday, Sunday, there were all kinds of stories that were just, you know, mean and attacking Woody Harrelson, blah, blah, blah. You know, the whole big pharma thing is just all kinds of, <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know exactly what you would call it, but these people are just, Ugh, these folks are mean. Uh, it is just, these are mean people in Big Pharma. And with their media allies and all these people who will write these stories to slam anybody who questions the narrative about masks, about mandates, who and the vaccine, when we've got more than enough people who are spilling the beans big time I mean, Dr. Naomi Wolf and her book, her ebook about Big Pharma 
and the cult and the vaccines and the damage they it can do and has done even to children i mean little kids i'm going you know big pharma can pretty much you know well kiss my arse because i and and the well-meaning people who used to tell me oh i need to get vaccinated i need to get vaccinated what i said no i don't need to be vaccinated you know and of course they would tell me because i have a heart i have a heart condition you know and i've had a i've had a stroke you know it's like well that's the best reason i said no it's the best reason not to and apparently the very same people who tried to get me to take that stupid shot even my doctors when i lived in reno i said sorry not into it don't want it don't need it and apparently my instincts were correct and so were millions of other people who didn't want it they didn't need it they didn't trust it no it's not vaccine hesitancy it's vaccine i don't want it anywhere near me or near my kids and those people have proven to be right and joe biden can be just as mean and as grumpy get the vaccine our patients our patience is wearing thin. I said, well, the hell with your patience, Joe Biden. It's not about you anyway. All you are is pretty much a dementia-ridden old man who has foreign governments. You, they've got you over a barrel. They have all kinds of deep, dark secrets about you, your family, the fact that you are severely compromised. So, no. And I say, Woody Harrelson, good for you. Good for you. Call these people out. Because frankly, <clears throat> I'm so sick of this, I, I could just, you know, puke. <clears throat> mm, my goodness, excuse me. And I'm just going, ah, no. Sorry, it's not going to happen. And if you put a gun to my head and tell me, hey, you have to get the vaccine or we pretty much kill you. I said, kill me then. Because I'm not going to let that thing kill you. Not that, I'm not going to let that dang shot kill me. You, know, you just might as well send me to Jesus real quick. Because that way, I don't have to look at none of y'all. And good luck when you're dead. Because pretty much you're going to be probably burning in hell. Sorry. Hate to say that. But you know. Evil has to be called out. And if we, even the, even people of faith, y'all need to basically get some steel in your spine. Because if you can't call evil for what it is, uh, then done. Uh, sorry, you know, but I guess it's just going to be up to people like me who really don't have a whole lot of fear anyway any fear of man i mean good grief i've almost died twice within the last five years could have been easily dead Ugh. anyway well but woody harrelson good for you thank you for calling it what it is and i'm grateful for that that somebody in hollyweird actually has some stones and a spine to call this stuff out and i will and i appreciate that 
But since we're still on the, <clears throat> uh, let's see, yeah, there we go. The, <laughs> uh, the COVID route, well, interest, another interesting story that's somewhat, I guess, linked to it. Um, this is from Breitbart uh, today that apparently China, according to the headline, China is demanding the U.S. to stop rehashing coronavirus lab leak theory after the report by the Energy Department. Well, what's wrong, China? Don't like being called out for pulling off a crime against humanity? Hmm? Don't like it? Well, too bad. Because apparently, this is on the heels of a Wall Street Journal story over the weekend claiming that the U.S. Department of Energy had concluded that the Wuhan virus, the, the Wuhan coronavirus, had begun spreading as a result of a laboratory leak in China insisting that entertaining the theory is akin to smearing China and demanding America stop politicizing origins tracing. Shut up, China. It's bad enough you've got your nose and your fingers in a hell of a lot of pies. In corporate America, in academia, in our government. You know, you're trying to buy up farmland here in the U.S., and it's like, uh, no, we actually have some governors who have brains and have steel in their spine to stop you. Two of them being Governor Kristi Noem of South Dakota and Florida's own, my governor, uh, Governor Ron DeSantis. Woo-hoo! Yay! So, frankly, China, just, you're really annoying shut up and i'm talking the communist chinese the ccp uh boring sorry you're just really annoying me here and well actually you're annoying a hell of a lot more people but you know it's like hey you've been busted yeah the the world health organization you pretty much own them uh that's for sure this dr tedros who's supposed to be the head of it it's like he's pretty much bought and paid for by the communist Chinese. And we still have Joe Biden willing to surrender American sovereignty when it comes to dealing with pandemics and other outbreaks and turning control over to the World Health Organization. Yeah, now there were some idiots, woke idiots, and sadly some of them were Christian, who got mad at President Trump when he took the U.S. out of the World Health Organization. And they thought, oh, well, and of course, being the elitists that they were, well, hello, hello, now we've got Biden willing to hand over American medical sovereignty to a globalist biomedical security state with no ability to say anything for ourselves and we have to bend over and grab the ankles for the World Health Organization. Duh. Thank you for once again being useful idiots for Satan. Because I guarantee you there are a lot more people who once they know about this, and that's part of the problem, a lot of them don't really know. 
what's going on with these people? And I'm like, eesh, give me a break. Give me a break. Um, <laughs> oh my, ugh. I, I just sometimes when I look at some of this stuff and people who thought I was just a real dingbat and now you've made me look like a genius. I, I, I thank you for that, but I really wish you hadn't. Um. <laughs> oh man, I, 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 I just look at some of this and I just go, are we really that stupid? I mean, are we really that brain dead? I mean, my number one rule of life <laughs> is, you know, you, it always costs too much when you don't pay attention. And we need to pay some real attention here. Uh, that's for sure. Now, another issue, certainly, that has really gotten me more than a little upset, and I'm trying to stay away from it, but I, I can't. I just really can't because the, the situation in East Palestine, Ohio has not gotten any better. It's not. These are people, just a plain old Midwestern town, about 5,000 folks, and they are absolutely gripped in fear because they don't, they instinctively don't trust the government. And when Michael Regan, the EPA administrator, who is a black man, absolutely said one of the most asinine things I have ever heard after his visit there, which he wasn't even going to make until Donald Trump said he was coming. It was all hands on deck then. So now, here he is telling people, telling the media in a news conference just a few days, like a day after he made his trip, that, well, the people just need to trust the government. I'm like, if it wasn't so dang serious, I would have busted a gut and probably hurt myself falling out of my chair when somebody like that says, well, we just, the people just need to trust the government. That's the problem. They don't trust you and they don't have any reason to trust you. Now today, and I'll give you a perfect example. Well, actually, uh, oh, yesterday, uh, another story, a uh, great story in the Epic Times, uh, Headline, Ohio residents report unusual illnesses after toxic train crash. And just a little bit of this. The first paragraph says a lot of this story. More residents of East Palestine, Ohio, have complained about unusual health problems in the wake of the train derailment in their town that released toxic chemicals into the air, the ground, and the water. And... Just to let you know that this is not some conspiracy theory. This morning on Steve Bannon's War Room, one of uh, Real America's Voice, one of their top investigative correspondents, great guy, Ben Burkwam, was in uh, East Palestine, Ohio, on the ground and in real time, live. He was right next to a stream this stream feeds into the Ohio River. 
Now, he took a couple of rocks, threw them in the water, and all of a sudden, hmm, here's all this chemical residue that came up from the bottom of the stream. And it wasn't a very deep stream, okay? We're not talking a big river, but, but what really was annoying to me, I mean, just annoying, they, apparently, they had put hay bales uh, into the water, you know, every so many feet to think that somehow, oh, oh yes, this is going to help. Uh-uh. No, no, no. It didn't help at all. This It was essentially COVID in an ecological uh, dump, in an ecological disaster that somehow these bales of hay in this water was going to be like a mask during COVID. Nothing. It didn't stop a damn thing. And it's just like, oh my gosh. It's still messed up. And on top of that, just to make things a little bit more intriguing. Now, officials in Texas and Michigan have discovered that some of the contaminated soil and the water from East Palestine was sent into their respective states with no previous notification. I mean, it's like, yeah, okay. You go to Texas, you go to Michigan, you take this contaminated water and this contaminated soil, you don't tell officials that you're doing it, and all of a sudden, boom, you're now got a spread of this. It's like a disease. And there's already health issues in Ohio. I haven't even begun to get into Pennsylvania. Oh man, I told you about um, the, the hearing last Thursday that was done by the Pennsylvania Senate right near the Pennsylvania-Ohio border, just not that many miles from East Palestine, and there are people there in Pennsylvania having the same exact problems as the folks in East Palestine. They're having welts. They're having rashes. They can't bathe in the water. They can't drink the water. There are animals who are dead or dying because they can't drink the water. They, they breathe the air and many of these people, including uh, people like uh, State Senator Pennsylvania, Doug Mastriano, who ran for governor, even he was having problems with headaches, with nausea, with all kinds of, and, and that's just breathing the air. I'm like, ay, 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 ay. So yeah, folks, and still, after over three weeks of all of this going on, there's still no Joe Biden sighting. Now, all you woke dingbats who voted for Biden in 2020 because you thought he was so moral, the man has left the people of a Midwestern town completely abandoned. He hasn't shown up. Now, of course, you'll say, well, my team, your team is worthless. 
Your transportation secretary took 20 days before he showed his weak, his weak little carcass there with his ditzy press secretary who won't answer questions because one, one, one of them was, oh, they were too aggressive. You wuss. You ditzy-ass broad. I'm sorry. I'm not going to be nice about this. Every time I think about it, it angers me to the core of my being. It tears my heart to shreds. What kind of hope do these people in East Palestine and their surrounding communities have? Hmm? They have n the only hope they have is God. Because FEMA, the EPA, and other government agencies, you know, only are trying to cover their sorry butts. That, that's all they're doing. Because, oh, we were there and we did this. You didn't do jack. Because these people are going to have health issues and all kinds of other issues. Their kids are going to have issues for years to come. This is essentially a Superfund site. The entire town of East Palestine is an EPA Superfund site because you've still got plenty of chemicals in the water. They're trying to keep them out of the Ohio River, and that's not working well with these little hay bales. You've got all kinds of corruption. You, and, and don't even get me started on the railroad. Norfolk Southern needs to be severely put through a meat grinder in Ohio, in Pennsylvania, and in Congress. So no, I, I, I really don't want to cover this story anymore, but I can't do that because it would be irresponsible of me uh, to not bring you the truth about how corrupt and how cynical and how freaking evil Biden is and his the people he works for, and who work for him. These are evil people. Ay, 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 ay. But before I get too salty today, but there's, <laughs> but in a somewhat related story, and this is from Breitbart, uh, it cracks me up. Now, any, does anybody remember what happened in Broward County the school shooting back in 2018 and apparently some crisis actor and activist David Hogg kind of emerged as the media's new gun control star well apparently Mr. Hogg who was obnoxious then and even more obnoxious now I mean he was essentially to me the masculine version well, actually, I don't know how I'm asking. The male version of Greta Thunberg. Now, oh, and speaking of Greta, this great climate change activist, why aren't you, Greta, visiting uh, East Palestine since you're so into climate change and Gaia worship? Why, don't you, why aren't you there? because it's not important to you because these are deplorables these are people who voted for trump in 2016 and 2020 and of course let's not forget joy behar the evil wackadoodle witch of the view 
who said last week on air that the people of East Palestine, because they voted for Trump twice, they deserved what they got. Now, hang on. It's going to get spicy and salty at the same time. Why in the Sam hell has ABC not fired this seriously sick, twisted, demonic bitch? Sorry. I know I've offended some of y'all's ears, but too bad. Because what I have just said is the truth. What kind of supposed human being, decent human being, says something like that on a national program and somehow it's okay? No, no, no. No apology. No fake apology that Joy Behar will say will not fix the fact that she has exposed who she really is, what she really believes, and she is not even close to being a real human being. Okay? I'm just rough on this one. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. What I just... I'm sorry about the way I said it, but I'm not going to apologize for what I said. Because everything that woman did and said even made the audience gasp. These highly dysfunctional women, probably more left, and even they couldn't believe that she would say something that cruel, that evil, and that mean. And yet, probably this morning, she's back on the air. She's back on the air, probably making some lame apology. I said, no, she needs to be fired. She needs to be fired. The whole freaking show, frankly, needs to be taken off the air. I don't need to be listening to shrews, evil women, who think they're all that in a bag of chips, saying the most asinine things. But that one takes the cake, for sure. That's the cherry on top of a really sick, evil Sunday. So, I'm sorry for, you know, offending some folks, but I'm not going to lie to you. That's the one thing I will not do to my audience. I will not lie to them. Because when people like David Hogg and Greta Thunberg get their ever-loving high horse, get on their ever-loving high horses, and Joy Behar's right there, and I'll even throw in Joy Reid at MSLSD. That is one seriously racist, wackadoodle woman. I mean, seriously messed up. But I'm, I've had it. These people need to be called out. They need to be called to account. You don't say stupid stuff like that on the air because this, what Behar said, has made ABC look like absolute crap. Oh, and I'll get into that probably a little bit later. You know, probably on a future show, but... This is CPAC week, and I'm looking forward to being able to find ways to cover the event for you, even though I won't be in attendance like I was last year in Orlando and in Dallas. But we're going to find a way to do it, because this year's CPAC, especially even if it is in D.C., it needs to be done because there are a lot of people who are going to have to come together, bring their resources together, 
a meeting of the minds, if you will. Hmm. So, anyway, I'll do more about that probably tomorrow or Wednesday at the latest. But I'm, I'm just going to give myself a rest because I probably have jacked up my blood pressure uh, talking about this. But yeah, folks, pray for the folks in East Palestine and pray for the folks all who've been all affected in Ohio, Pennsylvania, and maybe even other places by this hideous disaster. And it's all on Joe Biden's watch. It's all you, baby. Forget Forget the Ukraine. Zelensky has you all over a barrel. And apparently you're not going to do anything about China and Taiwan because the Chinese have you over a barrel, Joe Biden. And your whole family to boot. So I don't know. But for now, uh, if you want to catch up with the program, you can go to any podcasting platform. Uh, just put in In Black and Right. And you'll find us by our flaming microphone. And just subscribe and enjoy. Please pass it on to friends. Encourage them to uh, to subscribe and to listen to our audio podcast. We're going to be uh, doing things more video this year. This is going to be more of a uh, you know a daily audio and video podcast. Uh, but that's not going to be coming probably until uh, the video version anyway. Uh, won't be coming until this spring, but I'm working on it for you guys. So take care for now. Uh, check us out on social media. We're on t- Getter, Rumble, Twitter. Uh, let's see. Yeah, uh, Truth Social, Parlor, and uh, also Facebook as well and True Patriot Network. So for now, take care, everybody. Love you guys. Glad to be back. See you all tomorrow. And remember, as always, Patriots come in all colors.